uh, hello we are going to discuss about an essay because as a student usually we will have uh, assignment to writing an essay so you will at some time be expected to write an essay although the specific format content and organization of the essay will be differ from subject to subject what all essays share is the purpose which is to present a clear argument to your reader this may be in response to an essay title or question or it might be part of a longer piece of writing such as this discussion section of a dissertation or report in the essay you will expect it to argue your position clearly and support it with the evidence your own voice will be clear through and it will be supported by the voice of other people you have collected from your reading you will say something you're using your own idea the idea of the subject and of other people in other words you will present idea you have learned in your own way as in all academic writing the idea and people that you refer to need to be made in explicit by a system of referencing SI are normally written as continued piece of writing without heading the subheading diagram and table are not normally used in SI neither are the bullet point or number list word and sentences are used to show the structure the development section of SI will depend on its purpose which should be clearly specified by the title or assignment question as already stated the purpose of an essay is to argue a point to present a position and defend it will evidence start by introduction topic decide what your topic your position is and provide a reason and evidence to support it you will almost certainly need to be considered other a point of view and evaluate them positively or negatively at this point you may need to give some example and compare and contrast the different point of view finish by concluding mark it clear that your position is si do not usually have a heading or subheading but check with your department about why you should embrace uh, with your darkness emotion so the gun will vary depending on which expert you ask but for our purpose let's say there are seven basic emotion joy anger sadness fear surprise contempt and disgust All these emotions are still with us because they have helped us survive through several million years of evolution. And yet, five of them, anger, sadness, fear, contempt, and disgust are clearly on the not-so-comfortable 
and of the, that spectrum. So, what does it mean that the most of our emotions reflect the dark side of human experience? If so many of our emotions are troubling and yet helpful enough to make the cut of natural selection, doesn't that mean that even the dark and difficult feelings have a purpose? Is that why we shouldn't try to avoid them? but rather should accept them as a useful, though sometimes uncomfortable part of our life. Yes, precisely, but learning to accept and live with all our emotions is by no means what most of us do. Most of us just develop behavior that we hope can deflect or disguise our negative feeling so we won't have to face them others settle deeply into this feeling and struggle to get beyond them or we attempt to cope with difficult times and difficult emotions through cynicism irony or gallows humor Refusing to admit that anything is worth taking seriously. Others try to ignore their feeling and like the more contemporary philosopher Taylor say, shake it off, shake it off. So when we try to unhook simply by killing off our feeling, the real victim is our own well-being. Here are two types of responses to negative emotion and suggestions for what to do instead. The butler butler means that try to unhook by pushing emotion to the side and getting on with things they are likely to shove away unwanted feeling because those feelings are uncomfortable and destructing or because they think that being anything less than bright and cheaper is a sign of weakness or a surefire way to alienate those around them if your butler who had worse you might try to rationalize away your negative feeling by telling yourself, at least I have a good job. If you are unhappy with your relationship, you might immerse yourself in a project that just has to get done. If you're losing yourself in the business of caring for others, you might push your sadness or stress aside by reminding yourself that your time will come. If you are leading team members who are deeply excited about budget cuts, a proposed restructuring, and you might tiptoe around this subject to fear of opening up an emotional can of worms. Even with the important 
give it a that people don't always behave according to the gender norms found in research. Men are more likely to the bottle than women are. The problem with the bottling is that ignoring troubling emotion doesn't get at the root of whatever it causing them. More than once, I have met bottler who find themselves years later in the same miserable job, relationship, relationship or circumstance. I have been so focused on pushing forward that they haven't been in touch with a real emotion in years, which precludes any sort of real change of growth. Another aspect of bottling behavior is try, trying to think positively, to push the negative talk out of your head. Unfortunately, trying to do something takes a surprising amount of mental being white. And research show that I'm, I'm thinking to minimize or ignore talk. An emotion only serves to amplify them. Bottling is usually done with the best intention, and to the practical person, it doesn't feel productive. Think positive, forge forward, get on with it. We tell ourselves, and prove just like that the unwanted emotions seem to vanish. But really, they have just gone underground ready to pop back up at any time and usually with surprising and inappropriate intensity gained up by the contaminant pressure they have been under. And the border When we are hooked by emotionally uncomfortable feeling, borders still in their misery and blissfully steering in the path around and around and around. Borders cannot let go and they struggle to compartmentalize as they obsess over a hurt, a perceived failure, a shortcoming, or uh, the anxiety unlike butlers brothers are more likely to be women. Brooding is a cause of worry. Both are intensively self-focused and both involve trying to inhabit a moment that's not now. But while worry looks forward, brooding looks back an even more pointless exercise. Brothers lose perspective as smaller hills become mountains and slag become a capital crimes. But border ahead of bottlers in one respect, in their attempt to solve their problem, border are at least feeling their feeling it's meaning aware of their emotion while brother may not be in danger of emotional leech though they might drown in fault when you brought your emotion don't gain strength by 
being pressures in a battle but they do gain strength with the brothers emotion become more powerful in the same way hurricane does circling and circling and picking up more energy with each pass like bubblers brothers usually have the best intention ruminating and comfortable feeling over a comforting illusion of conscientious effort we want to deal with our unhappiness and to learn how to cope with difficult situation so we think it should then and think and think some more at the end we are not closer to resolving the issue that took core of our distress Brooding also make you more likely to blame yourself with questions such as why do I always react like this? Why can't I handle this better? Like bottling it takes up massive amount of intellectual energy. It's exhausting and unproductive. What to do instead? Whatever we may think we are accomplishing by battling or brooding, neither strategy is served of hope or our happiness. When we don't go directly to the source, we miss the ability to real deal once and for all with what causing our distress. I held a stack of books away from my body. With my arms strike out in front of me, I'd be okay for a minute. But after two minutes, three minutes, ten minutes, my muscle would begin to shake. This is what happened when we bottle. Trying to Keep things at a stiff arm length can be exhausting. So exhausting in fact that we often drop the load. But when I hold the books tight to my body, hugging them as if to crush them, my arm muscle will also begin to shake. In this position, my arm and hands are clenched, closed unable to use to do anything else this is what happened to us when we are bored in both cases we lose our ability to be fully engaged with the world around us to have all children to be present with the college to create something new or simply enjoy the smell of the newly warm grass openness enthusiasm are replaced by rules Convining story from the past and individual judgment, our abilities to solve a problem, make decision actually declines. This rigid posture stops us from being agile when we need to deal with life stressor. Of course, sometimes these coping strategies may be best course of action. 
It's when these methods are used as developed copy methods, as they often are, that they become counterproductive, and actually it's and the hooks deeper and deeper. And that's all for this discussion tonight. See you.